Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Pro Wrestling Nation. I, of course, am your host. My name is Funky Sam Medina. I am here today uh, to talk about the WWE Royal Rumble 2022, which uh, I got a, I got a friend on here from Wrestling Express, Michael Klinko. How you doing, Michael? I'm doing good. How you doing, Sam? Doing good, man. Doing good. I'm super excited. The first thing I want to say about the Rumble is I requested the night off for that, and I could have been getting paid instead. I would have got. I would have been getting paid. <laughs> that's my assessment of the whole thing. That's that's just what that's when come out the gate. I could have been at work, but I requested that off to watch the rumble, and that's what happened. That's what happened. That's what we got. That's what we got. Um, I guess first of all, uh, you know, how's uh, how's life been? How you been? I, you know, can't complain. I've been, you know, things have been pretty quiet. That's you know, what are you up to on WrestlingExpress.net these days? Uh, doing the class of 2022 for the Hall of Fame, uh, pretty much. And, you know, piecing together some articles here and there, but mostly focusing on the Hall of Fame class for this year. For your, for your, uh, Hall of Fame, for your, for your website or for the Correct. No, for, for my website. Yeah, correct. Oh, wow. That's cool. So what, uh, what do you look for in a Hall of Fame candidate? Um, I get, I mean, I guess like. I mean, like the first few classes were the obvious choices, you know, like Ric Flair, Andre the Giant, you know, Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, yada, yada, yada. But now it's just, you know, I split it up between eras. So the modern era, uh, the modern era, the territory era. And uh, I am going to induct the first person from the television era this year because I took that from the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. As they do, you know, what, the Pioneer era, the television era, the the previous era, and then this era, or What's something to that effect. Like, like the WrestleMania era? like uh, I think the television era is the 50s till the oh, 80s, okay. oh, yeah. I think. Well, but now it's mostly, you know, just like, uh, well, I can name a few people from this year's class because I've inducted Jer- Jim Ross, Jerry Lawler, Ricky Steamboat. Um. Uh, the NWO. All right, for life. Now, uh, st- you know, people still to come are Vern Gagne. He's going to be the actual person for the uh, television era. Eddie Graham. Vern, Vern really changed the course of wrestling. 
when it came to uh, that era. Well, yeah, he was, he's one of the people that, you know, people say became more like he's the one, he's one of the people that people go to when they say people who took off during the television era because of the Dumont network. Mm-hmm. It was Vern Gagne, like his popularity. He became one of the top light heavyweights in the country. And I think, you know, I think um, Vince McMahon, because Vince McMahon's the one that made TV wrestling like a thing, because, you know, before television was just like a promotion to get you to see the live shows. But I, I feel like Vince kind of got that from Vern and like took the seeds of what Vern started and made it into a whole thing. Fair, fair point. Yeah, fair point. That's cool. That's hella cool. Um, how many classes have you done? I started in 2017. Nice. Nice. That's awesome. I'm going to do a Hall of Fame class of guests on the podcast. That'd be cool. <laughs> One's going in. First one's going in is Kevin Cross, two-time <laughs> guest. I hope I get him back on now that he's released again. He should have been in the Rumble. I feel like if Kerry and Cross were in the Rumble, it would have been a lot better. If a lot of people were in the Rumble, it would have been a lot better. It's true. Was Jeff Hardy? Did you ask Jeff Hardy to come back and be in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> Let's talk about that for a second before we get to the Rumble. So, did you hear about this whole Jeff Hardy thing? Yeah, that they asked him to come back and be in the room. Uh, they asked him to come back and for a Hall of Fame induction. Well, they asked him to come back in the Rumble, and they're like, "Well, we'll put you in the Hall of Fame." Um, and then, so the whole thing is, is that I was watching the footage that that got him fired from December, and it looked like you know, because they they fired him because they suspected him of being drugs based on the fan cam footage that they saw. But like, he could have just took a really bad hit to the head and been like, "Oh man, I need to get out of here," because Jeff Hardy. Uh, he's been a daredevil in his career. He took a lot of bumps. He took a lot of head trauma, we'll say. And, you know, in the 90s when they were doing that stuff, it didn't really, uh, you don't really know what it's doing to you, you know. But now in 2021, we kind of have a better idea of CTE and Crispin Wall and all these different things. Yeah. And um, who knows? Jeff Hardy could have hit his head really hard. And he's like, oh, man, I messed myself up. I got to get out of here. And he could have just left to the fans because he knew that he hit his head really hard. You know, and then they ended up firing him because they thought he was on drugs. Well, maybe he had to it really hard and thought he was in 1999 and realized he was <laughs> like, well, "That's possible you know. too." Oh, you're well, not my brother. Where, where's Edgen Christian? <laughs> <laughs> he was in a tag match. Yeah, Drew, Drew like, you're not Mac. Get out of here. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Um, what else? The inspiration. Uh, Cassie Lee and Jessica McKay were asked to be in the Rumble, but I personally think it was too soon. Uh, to bring them back, yeah, just released them. Well, I mean, it's like, like, oh, go ahead. It's like the guys on what uh, Cultaholic said you release me, and then you ask me to come back within a yeah. year of you releasing me. Yeah, but why release like if, me then? If they're gonna come back, they should be coming back to be back, you know, not for a one off. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, it's like somebody said, uh, oh, WWE doesn't have a lot of, I think it was like WWE doesn't have a lot of depth in the women's division. It's like, well, they used to have a lot of depth in the women's division. <laughs> yeah, they really did. Uh, I saw somebody on Facebook saying, please never do a women's rumble again. You know, they, they're, they're trying to do this thing, but they can't really even do it just. No. But whatever, it happens. Um, so let's get into the rumble. Anything else you want to talk about before we get into the rumble? Anything leading up to the rumble? Any mm-hmm. fun stuff on Raw, uh, SmackDown? Bobby Lashley got pretty, pretty hard by Brock Lesnar. 
I mean, I really haven't been. Wa- I've, I've been watching occasional highlights, but I. That's kind of how I watch it too. You know, uh, there was a scene where uh, Bobby Lashley said he's waiting twenty years to uh, to meet Brock face to face, and Brock said, uh, "I actually never heard of you." <laughs> something like that. Something like that. Yeah. All right. So, <clears throat> so we we. Uh, I guess another question before we do this is, what do you feel about the Saturday format as opposed to the Sunday format? I think they expect more people to be around to watch it on Saturday as opposed to Sunday because it's like having a party on a Sunday. It's like, oh, nobody has a party on a Sunday. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. But if people have parties on Saturday, because more people will be around. But then the people that are going to watch the Rumble will be at parties instead. No. I don't know, though. I kind of like it if you got nothing to do on a Saturday, right? Like, Yeah. And then they're not competing with football too much anymore. Right. Things like that. So especially tonight, play, you know, the playoffs. Yeah, side. like I'll say tonight, I have to pick between the Rumble and the 49er game. I would say pick the 49er game, but that's yeah, just probably. <laughs> probably, probably. All right. So let's get into this. Uh so we kicked things off last night at the Royal Rumble uh with the universal title. Uh Roman Reigns defended against Seth Rollins. Um, so first of all, like there was big rumors that John Moxley was going to be in the Rumble. Like, not rumors, but I guess people were just talking, you know, just talking. It would have been neat, but of course, he's not going to be there. And uh, yeah. they talked about the Shield and the buildup. I guess Roman told Seth something along the lines of, uh, you know, it broke my heart when you broke up the Shield. I'll never forgive you for that. And so uh, Roman came out to his tribal chief, head of the table entrance, and then Seth came out to the Shield's entrance. That was pretty cool. Yeah, and I heard he got a ginormous pop because yeah. of it. Yeah, he did. Uh, they loved it. They loved it, and uh, um, it was a it was definitely a, a throwback and just a way to kind of like get in Roman's head. Yeah, hundred percent. It was a good match. It was a decent match. Um, it ended with uh, um, Roman had Seth in some hold. Uh, he Seth got the rope. The referee counted to five, and Roman would not break the hold to get disqualified. Yeah, I heard it was a guillotine. Uh, guillotine choke. Yeah, 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 that's what it was. And the thing about it is, like, this is the match I thought Roman was probably going to lose uh, and then be in the Rumble later, but that ended up not happening. Uh, Roman ended up winning the match, and it was an okay match. It was all right. You know, those two have had their history. I feel like Seth is a better opponent than Roman's had. Right. I, no, I agree with that, but I disagree with anybody who said that Seth Rollins should have won. Yeah, yeah. Roman Reigns has held the title for 500 days, and you're going to use his 500-day reign to make – Set, to give Seth Rollins another title reign. That's true, though. That's very true. The reason why I was thinking that Roman was going to lose was not just to give Seth the belt, but just to give Roman um, the desire to go after Brock. But we're going to see later on that he didn't need that. Right. And it's, it, you know, it's just lazy booking. It's what WWE has become known for. It's just lazy booking. It really you is. Know? It really is. Yeah. Yeah. So this was good, though. Uh, and it definitely left the door yeah. open. It left the door open for future matches between the two. 100%. Because now Seth can come out on Raw and be like, uh, I never really lost. Actually, I won that match. So I didn't, yeah, know, I didn't know the title shot. 100%. I agree. That's why I don't disagree with the disqualification finish being a bad day. Right. Roman didn't need a win. Exactly. And then he was able to lose the match and keep the title. And he's right. the longest running Universal Champion of all time. Uh, then we went into the Women's Rumble. The Women's Rumble was fun. I feel like the Women's Rumble was a better Rumble of the two. Uh, We started off with Sasha Banks and Molina. Uh, It was funny to see Molina there because, you know, Molina's been wrestling in NWA and all these, you know, whatever else, NDC and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. she's still out there. She's still in shape. She's still wrestling. So it was cool to see Molina come back. 
And then at some point, Melina got um, eliminated. And I think Sasha did the splits, just like kind of mock her. And then uh, Melina did her splits on the outside. And I was like, they're having a splits off. <laughs> that was pretty interesting. Um, I was hoping, you know, I really wanted uh, to see Emma come out. But of course, you know, she's not. Yeah. Uh, Mickey James was in the Rumble, which was pretty cool. Uh, even though, even though. Uh, they just fired her and sent her, her stuff in a trash bag less than a year ago. Um, you know, showing her how they feel about her. But then they brought her back, and uh, it was really cool to see her come out to her Impact theme with her Impact title and her Impact gimmick. You know, because right. she was definitely wasn't the, the country Daisy Duke wearing, you know, person in WWE. She was, right. you know, more um, Mickey, you're so fine, you're so fine, you know, her music and stuff. And um, it was cool to see her come out with her Impact her impact music and yeah. her title. Yeah, 100%. And it's just, uh, you know, that's what I said to somebody that if I was Mickey James, I would demand, I would say the only way I'm coming in is if you let me wear the title on pay-per-view and you and you you don't have to say anything about the title. Just have let me have it out there. Just let me have it out there. Yeah. Just let me give impact the positive press that they rightfully deserve for bringing me in soon after you fired me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I do agree with that. I do agree with that. Uh, let's see. Mighty Molly was in the Rumble. Uh, mm-hmm. It was funny because uh, Mighty Molly came out and I was like, oh, is Nikki Ash still in there? And then Nikki Ash blindsided her and she like just beat the crap out of her and, and eliminated her really quickly. So that was pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, superhero. Ivory was in there too. And apparently Ivory? she just turned 60. Did she, she really? She looks amazing for 60. Wow, yeah, she does look amazing for 60. She could basically cut a little promo. Um, she came out, she cut a little promo, and then Rhea Ripley just threw her out when she was still talking. Uh-huh. That was fun. That was, I, I, you know, like, we don't need to have, like, people changing the world. We can have some people come out and have fun and stuff. Uh, Lita right. was in the Rumble. Lita, you know what's funny about Lita was uh, her, her, her thong that she shows. You know, all the time that she used to show back in the day. She's doing it again here, uh, but it'll look like granny panties. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's like, you know, you're, you know, you however old you are, Lita, like, we don't need to see your underwear anymore. Like, that was a thing you did when you are in your 20s. Like, we don't need to see that anymore. Right. You know, and it's, uh, I think from, I didn't watch the show. I was streaming at the time, so I didn't watch the show. But I watched the, you know, I kept an eye on the results. And from what I've seen and from what I also watched the review of the pay-per-view, that it, well, the Women's Royal Rumble was better than the Men's Royal Rumble. It was, it was absolutely better. We had a lot of cool surprises. It was fun to see Kelly Kelly come out. Um, and then she, Kelly Kelly always did the tarantula move. And then she did the tarantula move and she just got tossed over because she was already over the rope. Yeah. That was fun. And then... Uh, Let's see who else. Summer Rae. Summer Rae was in there. You know, it's funny because the WWE is making such a big deal out of Summer Rae. They brought her back and they called her a legend and she was on SmackDown. And uh, she was not in there for very long. She was in there for less than two minutes, I think. Well, it's still Summer Rae. She was never really that gifted in the ring. It's true. It's true. Um, let's see. Asuka wasn't there. I was, I was sad to see that. I mean, it's possible that Asuka could still be injured, but... It is possible. Yeah, and then Charlotte was in it. Charlotte decided she was going to win so she could handpick her opponent at WrestleMania. Uh, so it was, it was you know, Charlotte was dominant in the Rumble, too, for a little while. Mm-hmm. But 
we got Ronda Rousey back. And so here's my here's my view on Ronda Rousey. Like when she came to the WWE the first time, like two years ago or whatever it was, she was like happy to be there playing wrestler. She didn't really know how to be a wrestler. She was just playing wrestler. And it was like this Roddy Piper school girl cosplay thing. And it just, you know, it wasn't her, you know, but I feel like last night she came out and she was just her herself and she was just beaten ass and she was just a badass. I really liked it a lot. Man, I mean, that's, that you know, well, when you, when somebody pays you six figures or seven figures to go and do a job, you go and do a job. <laughs> well, I mean, the first time she did, she wasn't very good at it. I feel like the time away really helped her. Oh, yeah, I agree. She got to reflect a little bit and see what she did wrong and things that she should do and shouldn't do and all that stuff. No. I don't know if she did that, but she had the ability to. Right. Right. Yeah, so it came down. So uh, I think Shayna came in. Shayna Baszler was like number 28 or something. And her and Rhonda like were really happy to see each other. I thought that was super cool. They never really got to lock up, though. They were trying to lock up a couple times. They never really did, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, with the fact that both of them are on the, you know, side of the bad people, which I'm assuming, unless people are going to be suddenly on Rhonda's side again. But I think that's up to Rhonda if she wants the fans on her side that it wouldn't really make much sense, but I do think people would like to see that, uh, Shayna versus Ronda. At some point, I think it'll happen. Um, but they're going to be allies. I think if Ronda does come back and she's back full-time, I think, if anything, her and Shayna will be allies. Well, yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. I don't think Ronda should be back full-time. I think she should be back full-time for maybe the road to WrestleMania, but, you know, it should be like, you know, maybe the first question should be Ronda should be showing up on each brand every other week. Yeah. Until I, she yeah. selects her winner. And they, I mean, her choice, and then they should do it at the next pay-per-view where Rhonda decides who she's fighting to give people a reason to watch the next pay-per-view if they're curious who's going to get the big money match I against Rhonda. The last few years, they haven't really been doing Royal Rumble picks until, uh, until No Way Out or Illumination Chamber, whatever it's called. Right. <laughs> no Way Out. You know, they which announced- the numbers have it, it's Becky Lynch that Becky's going to be against her on that mania. You know, I, I also heard that they, they're going to change it to Charlotte, so we'll see. It can go either way, really. Well, but yeah. Becky's the one that beat her, so I would think she'd have more of a, of a score to settle with Becky. True, but also Charlotte was the one who was fighting her at, uh, what was it, Survivor Series 2018, maybe? Yeah. When the fans turned against Ronda. When the fans turned against Ronda. That's true. That's true. And then they had, you know, a lot of interaction in the, in the Rumble match at the end because they're the last two. Right. So she could pick Charlotte because Charlotte's a lot more fresh mm-hmm. of an opponent for her. Um, and Charlotte was involved in that match that she lost with Becky Lynch, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it could go either way. Um, but yeah, I, I'd rather see her pick Becky myself. No, yeah. Absolutely. She could pick the NXT Women's Champion. Whoever that that's. Is. Uh... Do you believe it's Mandy Rose? Oh, you're right. It is Mandy Rose. You're yeah, right. I do believe right. it's Mandy yeah. Rose. So I hope Ronda does not pick her. Yeah, no. Uh, she would, no, we, we, she we would don't break, need to... She would break Mandy Rose. <laughs> we, we, it would also be a pretty bad match. Yeah, definitely would be. Definitely. As my be. camera goes down. <laughs> camera goes down. We're just audio. We're not we're worried about it. All right. Let's see. After the Red Wins Rumble, where do we go from there? 
it looks like oh oh there's this little review that i have has a full entry list for the rumble that's cool i don't really want to go through everybody liz morgan had a good showing it was good to see queen zelina bianca Belair had a pretty good showing um sonia deville was good uh it was funny because she yeah. commentary for a while natalia was there I don't, cameron i didn't even see cameron i think cameron came in and went out pretty quickly I wouldn't be surprised because she was probably, especially if she was as good as, if she hasn't improved in the ring, then there's no reason for her to be in the ring long. Yeah, you're right. She was pretty bad. Uh, the Bella Twins were there. That was neat, I guess. And then Shotzi was 29. Oh, and Shannon was 30. Shannon was 30. Sarah Logan was there. It was good to see Sarah Logan. I don't know if she's back or not, but she was in the Rumble. Yeah, for a few minutes. And then, uh, yeah, she was in there out pretty quick. And then we saw the Raw Women's Championship, Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop. You know, this is not really a pay-per-view match. This match could have happened on Raw. Uh, it was just kind of fill in the blank for Becky, kind of a placeholder. So maybe she will face Ronda because she doesn't really have anything going on anyway. Um, it was good to see Dewdrop in the position that she was in to get this match because I've been a big fan of hers since yeah. the uh, pre-May Young Classic, you know, when she was just on the indie scene in the UK being Viper. And then she came over here and she became Piper Niven. She was in the uh, May Young Classic, the first one, I think. And then um, she went on to be NXT UK. And now she's on Monday Night Raw. I don't like her name uh, really at all. I'd rather her be Piper Niven. I don't know why she's Dewdrop, um, but she's really good in the ring. And I'm glad to see her getting, you know, some TV time anyway. Yeah. I mean, as long as. Now WWE should keep her off TV for a couple of weeks because, like, in my opinion, I know I may have the old school mentality, but unless the person can go, well, also, she hasn't done the monster act yet. She hasn't. So, you know, you can run that and that, but also because she can still go in the ring, she can actually go in the ring, which is a rarity for people. Like, I would say she's comparable to, like, a Bull Nakano. Yeah, or a, she's, bigger, she's a bigger girl, and she's strong, and she's, you know, like a brick wall. You know, she's maybe a young Kong. Right. You know, and it's like, I mean, Kong could go in the ring, too, for somebody Kong-sized. Kong could go in the ring, but yeah, TNA really didn't know what to do with Kong after... Kong did Kong. No, they really didn't. Uh, you know, she did good with Gil Kim for a few years. You know, she was just letting her be her. But then you're right. They didn't really know where to go from there. Right. And it's just with Dewdrop, I think if you run the, especially with the brand split, if you use the brand split to your advantage, then Dewdrop could have a long career, which I don't know if that's possible to have in WWE anymore. But no. I think. Do, I do think Dewdrop has potential. I just think it was not the time for her. Maybe she should have moved to NXT first and maybe, uh, you yeah, know. I can agree with that. She could have went to NXT first. Dakota Kai or Raquel Gonzalez or, you know, Maddie somebody Rush. like that should have been in the, in this position. Yeah, even Manny Roche. I can see Dewdrop being the NXT Women's Champion for sure. Right. You know, because uh, she's not well known, but she's good in the ring. And I feel like she would have been really good in NXT. Yeah. And it's not, yeah, it's not to say that she's not good or doesn't deserve this spot. It's that 
to prolong longevity and keep the the act going. It's like with Nia Jackson NXT, but the only difference is Dewdrop can actually go. Nia Jax never could. Yeah, but that's just my two cents on it. No, I do agree. I definitely agree with you. And it's like it's kind of soon to give her a title shot. And then on top of that, where does she go from here? Exactly. That's my you know. Yeah, they brought her. Yeah, they yeah, did. It is a fresh back. talent. It, it is a fresh talent though, and that's the main point. And then she came in. She kind of came in very unceremoniously. Like her her debut was just she was Eva Marie's little uh, muscle, you know. And then even Ray didn't last more than a month on the roster. Right. Right, and then they and then they let her go. Uh, I think what last November or something. They let her go pretty better. recently, yeah. Or maybe you know, or maybe the August release. Uh, next, we have Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar, uh, which mm-hmm. was a cool match. You know, uh, you know when when Brock was making his entrance, I was just thinking to myself, like, it's so weird that how the whole Paul Heyman thing happened, and then um, Paul and Roman just kind of split, and then it's just kind of going their own ways. That's that's it's, it's really weird. It's just really weird with this split like that. And now Paul's just back with Brock, like nothing ever happened with with Roman. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, well, maybe, you know, maybe Paul got Roman to a place that, that they wanted him to get to. And they they just decided that Roman didn't need Paul anymore. Right. And so I was like, okay, that's fine. Maybe, maybe that's why. And right. so um, then they went on with the match. It was a good match. It was a pretty good match. They were one-upping each other. They were both doing German suplexes on each other. Brock was impressed with Lashley at one point. Um, it looked like Lashley was gonna, even going to win. Uh, he had him in the, in the hurt lock for a while and Brock was turning all red. And then uh, Brock started making his comeback. He hit an F5 on Bobby, which hit the referee. And so the referee got smashed in the corner. And then when the referee got up, you know, he was kind of out of it still. And that's when Brock did the F5 on Bobby, but Bobby's body went straight into the referee and then knocked on the referee again. And that's when Roman came out. Roman came out. Roman speared Brock. And he walked over to Paul. And I'm like, oh, dang, this is it. He's like, you left me, Paul. And he just put his hand out. And Paul handed him the title. And I'm like, why is Paul handing him the title? I still didn't get it. I still didn't get that Paul was doing a screw job here. And then Roman hit Brock with the title. Bobby Lashley won. And then Brock, not Brock, Roman Reigns walked up the ramp with Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman went with Roman. And that's when I kind of understood that, okay, so Paul was back with Brock to screw him. And uh, now he's going to stay with Roman. Right. I mean, I for one think that they rushed into this match, but I can see now why they did because they made plan to do Brock versus Bobby again, sort of like they did with Brock and Goldberg. I mean, uh, Goldberg and Bobby. Sorry, Goldberg and Bobby last year. Mm-hmm. But it's just the idea of I don't understand their weird fascination with Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. I don't either. I don't. Either. I don't understand WWE's weird fascination with Brock and Roman. Like, I I don't understand it at all. Well, the, he's a big dog, you know. He's got the big guy. You know, I understand that they're money talent and that they draw on the crowd and people want to see them fight. Luckily, WrestleMania is two nights, so at least we'll get something we actually want to see. Yeah, in the first night. You know, and it's just like, but it, you know. Brock shouldn't beat Roman either. If you want to put if you want to put somebody over Roman that's already established, give it to Seth. Don't let Brock be the one that beats Roman. I don't think I don't think he's gonna win. I think Roman's gonna win at WrestleMania. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. But it's just like I, I don't understand 
and the fact that I heard that they don't know now what the WWE title match for WrestleMania is going to be, it's like, how? You're right. You think they planned it out before they even hit the Rumble. How do you not know? It's three months away. How do you not know what one of your main titles matches are going to be? It doesn't have to be the main event. The women proved that last year. The women's title match could be the main event. Mm-hmm. But and the women's title match is probably going to be the main event. Whatever Ronda, Rousey, whoever Ronda Rousey's fighting. It probably. But probably you know, the first name. But how do you, how do you not have somebody in line to fight Bobby Lashley for the WWE title? Well, who do you see fighting Bobby Lashley? It won't be Big E. I'll tell you that Big E's back on SmackDown. He's back in New Day. I mean, maybe Seth or Kevin Owens. Yeah, I think Kevin Owens would be good. Seth, Seth is good, but he just got out of a title match, and he just I the thing about Seth is like you think he's going to keep going after Roman because now Roman's got two people after him because yeah, technically Seth won. Unless they what they I mean what they should have did was had somebody actually that deserves to win the rumble win the rumble and then had Brock fight Seth at the February pay per view to get people to actually watch the February pay per view. Oh, to get the winner gets Roman. The winner gets Roman at WrestleMania. Yeah, I can see that. But they didn't know how to do that. No, they didn't know how else to get there. That's too hard. You gotta because they're lazy. Gotta think. Yeah, they're lazy. It's lazy booking. It really is lazy booking. There's no reason why they shouldn't. It's like you said that there's no reason why they shouldn't have had it planned out before they got to the Rumble. Who's going to WrestleMania? That's what I do when I play TEW. Before I hit the Rumble, I'm like, okay, wait, where do I want to get to? What, what do I want to do at WrestleMania? And how am I going to get there? Right. You know, and if I have one champion accounted for, then it's obvious that the other champion needs the Royal Rumble winner. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> it's not that hard. It's not that hard. Um, I think Kevin Owens might be Bobby Lash's best bet for an opponent. Yeah, or uh, I'm drawing a blank. Who's on? <laughs> I don't even know who's on anymore. Bad Maybe Bunny, Shelton Benjamin will face him. Bad Bunny. They'll. Uh, oh, it might be Damian Priest. Damian Priest. I would like that. I would I like know. that. I think. I think. Boring for me. Well, I think that you know. You have somebody take the title from Damian Priest and you move Damian Priest up at least. He's still the US champion? Yeah. Oh man. He's been at least at least guy. move him up and give him the opportunity to sink or swim. Yeah. Because if you give him the opportunity to sink or swim, at least you can slide him back down again. That's true. That's true. Um because he ain't doing shit as US champion. So what the fuck? No, he's really fuck? not. He's really not. Put that title on somebody who deserves it. And then Nakamura is the IC champion. He ain't doing anything with that either. I don't mind Nakamura. I do. I don't mind him either. But like, do something with it, you know? Yeah, they just don't do anything with the mid card titles, you know. Yeah. Until Rick Boogs turns on Nakamura and feuds with him. I hate Boogs. I can't stand him. <laughs> you you know that's where it's going. There's you know what you no know it is. So there's people who I just do not want to see on television. Boogs is one of them. Also, Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin. I do not want to see them on my television. I liked Riddick Moss. Oh, I don't. I liked him before he joined Baron Corbin. I think that they wasted an opportunity with him with the 24-7 title a few years ago. Yeah. But that's WWE's problem. Dana Brooks is 24-7 champion. She's been there for a while, too. Well, that's the problem. People show potential, and then WWE does nothing with the potential. It's true. No, it's true. Um, next up, we had Miz and Mrs. versus Edge and Beth. 
Uh, this match was okay. It was okay. It wasn't great. Um, I feel like the Miz should have won in order to keep the keep it going because Edge won the last time they fought. Um, you know, when, when Beth came out and attacked Maurice or whatever, and that's what led to the tag match. So now Edge is two in a two wins in a row, and so they can't really justify keeping this thing going. But I feel like if um, Miz and Maurice would have won, they could have had a big Edge versus Miz thing at WrestleMania. Right, and all you and well, in my opinion, if you wanted to make Miz win and you wanted to keep have those two accounted for, even at even at um, like uh, what's it called? If I well, I think that the reason why they did it the way they did it is because Edge is going to fight somebody else at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's highly possible. That he's not going to fight. He's not going to fight. They're, the just, they're just ending the storyline two and done. Right, he's not gonna. That's possible. It could yeah. be AJ Styles because AJ Styles has been talking about fighting Edge recently. He's like the dream match for him. Right, and you know he wants to get it done. Um, before uh, Edge retires, even right, though I think Edge is gone again. Well, because I think Edge has got another year or so left on his contract. Because I think he signed a three, uh, either a two-year deal or a three-year deal. If it's a two-year deal, this is the last year, or this is the last year of his contract. That makes sense. But if it's a three-year deal, he's got one more year. But if yeah, it, was, it was a three-year deal, I think it was a three-year deal. If it was me, you have the the loaded purse happen on this show. And give them the dirty finish. Give it the dirty finish. So they did do. They did do the loaded purse. Um, I think she hit Beth with it. She hit somebody with it, and then she yeah. did the purse, and you see a bounce. And I thought that should have been the ending. Right. It should have been the finish, and then they could have had a, another. They, you they could have had, had a match at WrestleMania, or even in Saudi Arabia, or Elimination Chamber, because Elimination Chamber is the supposed night. to be next. There's no, a lot of NXT. They announced it's in Saudi Arabia. They announced that last night at the Rumble. There's going to be a lot of NXT uh, cards in between, but you know, I mean, but yeah, I do think it, I do think Edge and AJ Styles is WrestleMania bound. That'd be good. That'd be good for both. Yeah, I do. I do think That'd it's them, them too, because I think I don't think Miz needs a marquee. I don't think Miz is in a position where he needs a marquee match at Mania. Yeah, yeah. Edge is in a position, and AJ Styles both are in positions where they need marquee matches because their careers are almost over. Mm-hmm. Miz, you don't know. No, Miz is gonna be swimming around ten more years. You know, Miz, you don't know. He could, he could keep going with, especially how safe he wrestles. He could be around for a long, a, a lot longer. I didn't see until after the show was over, but apparently there was a backstage picture uh, with the Undertaker and Bad Bunny. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I'm surprised Undertaker didn't join the Rumble. <laughs> no, I mean, there to hang other out? other people were. Right. Occupying the surprise spots. I don't, I don't remember any surprises. Uh, next, we have the men's Royal Rumble. Uh, AJ was the first person, and Nakamura was the second person, which I thought was pretty cool. That you know, AJ and Nakamura, it's been a yeah. while since we've seen them tear the house down, and they did well together. They did well together. Nakamura's there for a while. I thought AJ was going to take the whole thing, he was there until the back end of it, too. Right? AJ was going to go all the way, right. Uh, let's see who is this? AJ Nakamura. Austin Theory was in it. Uh, Robert Roode, uh, Ridge Holland, who I I don't know who that is. I'm, I'm not really big into him. Uh, Montez Ford, uh, Damian Priest, Sami Zayn, 
Johnny Knoxville. That's that's fun. Not really. Angelo Dawkins. Uh, almost. I thought almost was in AJ, but then AJ ended up getting him out, which was pretty cool. AJ was the last because there was like five or six guys in there, and their team was get almost out, and then AJ kind of hit the the blow that got him out, which was pretty neat. Um, let's see, Chad Gable, Ricochet, Chad Gable, Dominic Mysterio, Javi Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, Sheamus, Rick Boogs. He was a surprise, I think. I don't think they announced him. Madcap Moss, Riddle, Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, Ray Mysterio, Kofi Kingston. There's really no surprises in this thing. I mean, Bad Bunny was a surprise. Shane oh, McMahon was a surprise. <laughs> Shane McMahon was a big surprise. You're right about that. Yeah. Gordon and Brock. Um, what was Shane I doing think- in there? What was what? Shane I think off the top of my head that they announced 25 people, so there were five surprises. They did 25 people, yeah. So, quote-unquote surprises, which I, I think mean, Brock fits into that surprise category. Oh, yeah, Brock, Shane, and uh, Bad Bunny were really the surprises. And there was two more in there somewhere that they didn't announce. Right, you know, and it's just like... Like Ridge Holland, I don't think they, don't think they announced him. I mean, I can understand, like, some people being dated as like uh, aging out of Royal Rumble surprises, mm-hmm. like the 87 times that Jim Duggan was a Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble surprise. But you, I mean, every year for the last, what, like three years, you've had NXT guys come up and be in the Rumble. And there wasn't any. And there wasn't any. Yeah. I thought, I thought we at least get Ciampa, Tommaso Ciampa and Braun Breaker. Or Santos Escobar, or Roddy, or Eli Drake. Oh, yeah, Roger Strong, maybe him too, yeah. You know, LA Knight. It would have been interesting to see Grayson Waller. That's true, yeah. There's a lot of guys that could have been, that would have been pretty interesting. Yeah, like a few years ago, they had a lot of NXT guys, like Johnny Gargano was in there, and a bunch of people. Adam Cole was in last year, I think. Right, and it's just like, you know, I I don't understand why they – I mean, I know, oh, well, Brock was the focus of the Rumble. Brock had to win the Rumble. I think also this is the first year that the number 30 entrant won since 2007. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I don't know. That was just Brock an easy win, so you have to come in at 25 and last an hour, you know, or whatever. Off the top of my head, I think Taker is the only other person that won at the number 30 spot. And he needed an easy win, too. Because Taker won at the 30 spot in 2007 when him and Sean were the last two. Wow. But to my knowledge, I don't think I don't think the number 30 spot has any other. I think he said 27 had the most wins. Well, yeah, because Big John Stud, uh, I think Big John Stud, Yokozuna, and somebody else. That makes sense. That makes sense. But yeah, all in all, it was a pretty lackluster rumble. Um, oh yeah, left a lot to be desired. Uh, Kofi did his spot, but he he botched it, so he was eliminated. Yeah, I saw that. That was fun. He was trying to play it off like he didn't like he didn't hit the floor, and then I was like, "What the hell? He hit the floor!" And they replayed it, and he definitely hit the floor. So they'll probably use elimination chamber uh, to pick an, uh, an opponent for Bobby Lashley, which again, easy booking, you know, lazy booking. Well, I mean, I, I mean. I would prefer, I mean, I would have preferred something happen at the Royal Rumble where, you know, you set up something for Raw. 
the thing is, like, they're getting to the point now where they don't want to announce WrestleMania stuff until after Elimination Chamber. They used to announce it on Royal Rumble. Like, they used to set things up at Rumble, but now they really don't because they want you to, to be surprised, even though it's very predictable what they're going to do anyway. Right. And even things that aren't predictable, like Bobby Lash's opponent, like maybe Kevin Owens, you know, maybe AJ Styles, like who knows, right? It's not very predictable, but it's not going to be very, it's not going to be a big payoff either. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, it's, and uh, just to correct what I said, uh, apparently John Cena and Triple H both have entered at number 30 and won the Rumble when Triple H won it in 2016 and Cena won it in 2008. Wow. So now uh, I'm pretty sure 27 and I'm pretty sure 30 actually passed 27 for the most amount of wins. Uh, actually, no, because it's from what I'm seeing, there's four people with wins at 27. And there's four people at 30, so maybe it's tight. And there's four people with wins at 30. Wow. With Brock becoming the fourth person to win it at, at the 30th spot. No, it's tied with 27. Yeah, because uh, 94 with uh, one of the two, either Brett or Luger. Then Austin did it in 2001, and then Yoko and uh, Big John Stud. Well, 27? Yeah. Dang. That's pretty crazy. I mean, you know, it's... I, I, I'm... Like, it's it's like one of those cases of you know, I'm not saying, you know, like, I'm not saying, excuse me, uh, I'm not saying do something like he did last year with Edge, where Edge went one, you know, from one to two, uh, one to 30, you know, went the distance. So, you know, so you can actually say two people have done that and not be lying. I wanted AJ to do it, damn it. But it's like, I mean, I, well, I, well, I don't have the Royal Rumble list or the list of entrants like you do. So let me give me a second. I'll pull it up. I mean, there's not um, great. I mean, I think, you know, somebody like a Grayson Waller should have had, I'm not a Grayson Waller, Austin Theory. Austin Theory should have had a more solid outing. I do too. Um, he's young and he could go. And he should have lasted a lot longer. He had a very lackluster showing. Montez Ford should have had a, a positive showing because there's been talk for years of them making him something outside of the street profits. Street yep. profits. Yep, I agree with that. Um, I'm a fan of Bad Cap Moss, so I think you should have given him something. No, no, thank you. Ricochet was really lackluster too. Well, that's just because it's Ricochet. I mean, Nakamura could have done something. You know. Ricochet could have did something. Randy Orton could have did something and popped the crowd. He could have came in earlier and popped the crowd sooner. Yeah, that's true, too. He could have. He came in at 29. Chad Gable could have did something. You could have had Otis and Chad Gable come in closer together and had Otis protecting Chad Gable. Mm-hmm. I thought Chad Gable and I thought the Alpha Academy were supposed to fight RK Bro tonight for the tag titles, but I see that didn't happen. No, it did not. It did not happen. Because they gave Edge and Edge and Miz so much more time than they needed. Yeah, and then on top of that, they didn't really have much of a storyline progress in the uh, in the Rumble either. I mean, 
Well, yeah, because everybody, because like what Otis was in when Riddle and Randy were in, but Gable was gone, long gone before either one, any any of the other people came in. But yeah, you're right though. If they would have had Alpha Academy together, that would have been pretty cool, and they could have teamed up against Matt Riddle or something like that. You know, from what I've said, from what I've heard though, Bad Bunny impressed in the Rumble again, he and he obviously yeah. kept his, uh, you know, he kept his training going. So again, like I did last year, I applaud Bad Bunny for taking it seriously. You know, when 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 an athlete or uh, somebody else outside of wrestling comes in and does well. You know, they deserve to get praised. Right. I agree. Like uh, Johnny Knoxville's just a fucking nut job, but that's yeah, beside the Johnny point. Knoxville. You know, but the fact that Damien Priest was that, from what I heard, Gable told Priest to go take care of Omas, and then Omas eliminated Priest with like it was nothing. Yeah. You make your that's U.S. Exactly. champion look like a fool. That's exactly what happened. Like, You're the biggest. You go after him. And then Omas just threw him out. You know, it's like last on the, the last episode of, uh, what was it, Rampage, when Mox took out both the acclaimed and they made the acclaimed look like fools. It's like, there's a way to do it without making them look like fools. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, fine. Oh, the acclaimed was at the top, so you know, that doesn't matter. They can work back the momentum. Yeah, fine. Then, you know, plus most AEW fans have short-term memories anyway. But well, uh, in general. Unless it's Hangman Page, but that's beside the point. <laughs> you know, but I'm not saying I hate AEW fans. I'm just saying, you know, it's like, I know I'm specific and very, you know, uh, detail-oriented. But there is no reason why somebody should have done a showing at this show that should have stuck out. And I'm not saying Austin Theory should have been the one, because Austin Theory is on the young side. There's no reason why he should have won the Rumble. You know, there's no reason why he should have been. You know, you let him beat guys like Finn Balor. Let him beat the veterans who don't have anything. Speaking of Finn, where was he? That's the thing. Finn Balor and Cesaro weren't in it, but Shane McMahon was. Right. And I I feel like Finn would have popped the crowd. You know, I don't mind Bad Bunny because Bad Bunny actually, you know, know, is a decent surprise. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't lean on the legends forever because... I don't think Mick Foley's capable of wrestling anymore. I don't. I know for a fact Jim Duggan can't go out there They're anymore. They're gonna bring Hogan in for this, you know. You know, Hogan wouldn't. That doesn't work for me, brother. <laughs> I want to fight Lashley at Mania. I want to win. <laughs> I want to. I want one more shot at Mania. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true though. I mean, the legends are getting older. Ric Flair couldn't go. You know, people. You know, uh, they couldn't get anybody from AEW. I mean, yeah, you could have had the random spot pop, you know, spot pop. But like last year, you lost a lot of the legends that you used last year for the Rumble to AEW because you disrespected the legends. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, you know, fine. okay, lean on your other guys. But you didn't do anything to make the guys that you're leaning on look good. No, they really didn't. They really didn't. Uh, It was just the Rumble was just so disappointing. The women's Rumble was a lot better. Yeah, even with the legends. I mean... I mean, yeah, fine. I, I, I mean, it, you just have to look for a legend that's in shape. But it's like, I mean, f- I mean, for once, I will say Dolph Ziggler actually did good in a rumble. I don't like Dolph's gimmick, though. I don't like his tag teams with Rob, with Robert Roode. I mean, I well, I mean, for once, you actually agree with Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette thinks that you know, like Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler are two of the only people Jim Cornette actually praises on the WWE roster. But he thinks that anything they do is 
good, but they could be used in a better way. Yeah, I guess that's true. You know, but, that Robert Roode, uh, two tag teams he's been in, uh, his tag team with Dolph Ziggler, the Dirty Dogs, and his tag team with Austin Aries and Teen Egg, the Dirty Heels. He's been in two tag teams with the name Dirty. I mean, he does look like he has greasy hair, but, you know, that's <laughs> – so does Ziggler, but that's beside the point. Oh, man, Ziggler's hair is tied back, though. It wasn't curly tonight or last Yeah, time. but, I mean – and I also think I also think um, speaking of the Saturday pay per views, I think it's also good to have a day to digest the show uh, before. Right. No, I agree with you. Because usually it's like pay per view raw, pay per view raw, you know. But this way, it's like we have a day to kind of digest it before we have raw. If it was a good show, it'd be a lot better. But you know. Well, I mean, it's like that's for all of it. It's like you know, it's like one of those cases of you want to say, "Let me have a go," because I know I can't do worse. <laughs> It's true. You know, it's true. I mean, well, let's yeah. uh, let's uh, let's wrap this thing up and get out of here. Uh, yeah. I got some Niners to watch. Hopefully, I think I can watch on Peacock. I'm 100 percent sure, but I think I can. Uh, where's what's your social media? Where can people find you? Well, you can find me on Twitch, Wrestling Underscore Express. I, uh, you know, I'll probably be live later tonight, but uh, well, I don't know when the show's going live. But I'll usually live six days a week. What uh, you said you were streaming during the Rumble War? You streaming last night? Uh, actually, yesterday was my seven year anniversary. So uh, surprise, oh. Sam! We've known oh. each other for seven years. Wow, seven year anniversary of what? When I started Wrestling Express. Oh wow! Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I don't think I met you the day of, but you know, pretty. Well, nice. no, you met me. You met me that year, though. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So, were you? Uh, what were you streaming last night on your seven year anniversary? Uh, well, I did a little bit of everything. I did Among Us, Jackbox, uh, Marbles, and uh, capped it off with some fast. That's cool. Hell yeah. No, I stream, I stream Jackbox sometimes. I should do that too. I haven't strum, strum, I haven't strum in a long time. I'm <laughs> playing your guitar again. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> streamed in a long time, but I need to do some more streaming. Are you, yeah. uh, are you still playing TW? Yeah, I was. Uh, I played a little bit before I joined you. Nice. I have a, a pretty good 2010 TNA save. That's you know, it's about a month in. I'm excited about it. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm doing TNA too, but in 2004. <laughs> nice. Hey, uh, I need a name for the NWO for the band. What you got? What you? What you don't like the band? I don't <laughs> like the name of the band. I do not. I do not like the name. <laughs> How about Hogan's Heroes? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, Hogan's a baby face. And the rest of them are heels. And I'm kind of doing a feud where, like, um, they're, like, challenging Hogan and they want to, like, fight him and they're trying to punk him and stuff. <coughs> and then so far, Sting and Abyss have come to Hogan's side. That's interesting. I mean, and I might make the Dudley boys uh, also join Hogan's side. Um, and you can always go with the click. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Or the order or something like that. Something that plays off NWO. Yeah, that's true. I mean, somebody said I, I made a post on the Facebook group for TW, and somebody said the old world order. <laughs> I like that. I'm not gonna use it, but it's funny. Yeah, I mean, I've been posting. I've been posting more often on that. Just to I've seen that too. I've seen your post on that. Share what I'm doing in my because I just had Ric Flair come in as a heel to represent the NWA because he felt like the NWA was un, underrepresented in TNA. That's cool. And then, and then he 
got Brian Danielson to turn heel and screwed AJ. You know the finish uh, from 2010, actually, with AJ and Kurt Angle, when Flair got AJ to join join him, fortune. and that led to Fortune. Flair did that. I did that with Flair, but instead of Flair turning AJ, he turned Danielson. Oh, wow. Interesting. And Danielson joined him with Adam Pierce and uh, Mason Ryan. Is he called Mason Ryan? No, I called him Titan instead. Okay, okay, nice. Because I don't like the name Mason Ryan. <laughs> yeah. I never I never liked the name Mason Ryan, but the problem yeah, is either. Jerry Jarrett just died. In the game? In the game. Wow, that's not good. So I turned Jeff Jarrett babyface. So now Brian Danielson's my top heel because I just turned my other top heel babyface. Oh, wow, so they kind of switched. So switched now... Now the idea is Jeff Jarrett's got to get a title shot because, you know, Jeff Jarrett's been associated. With, yeah, he was honor's dad. Well, yeah, he's been associated with Ted DiBiase for the last four years. So, I mean, two years, not four years. How many years is your game? Um, in, uh, September 2007. So three years in? Yeah. That's cool. I'm only about three weeks into mine right now. So <laughs> You know what? Well, this is this is actually the season that brought me back from TEW. I took uh, what a uh, six months off of TEW or something like that. Yeah, makes sense. I just got I just fell out of favor with it. Yeah, I mean, uh, sometimes it makes me sleepy. You know, I'm not gonna lie. It's a uh, it's it's a very slow paced, uh, slow moving game. Well, yeah, it ha- like it has to, you know. And sometimes I think I just need a break. Yeah, yeah. From it, you know. I find myself watching videos and stuff though of people playing it more than playing it. Well, that's the thing, and that just gives me ideas of what to do in mine, and like take this and use this, and mm-hmm. and then know, sometimes I, I'll watch one, I'm like, oh man, I want to play that year. I haven't done that in a long time. I haven't like I have not moved in another a new year in a long time. I just don't have the like I don't want to go through all the work to get the new year and then be like, yeah, no. <laughs> it is a lot of work to set up a game sometimes. You know, and it's like, well, what if this doesn't work and that doesn't work and this person's supposed to be with this company and not that company? And, you know, it's like, no, I don't want to go through all that and not be interested in the save because, you know, the guys are not getting the ratings that they're supposed to. Like anytime I do a WWE season, the ratings are lower than they're supposed to. Or, you know, and then, you know, fucking the AI takes it and WWE is the company of the year and they're getting hundreds and, you know, fucking Scott Steiner's world champion and, That actually, that actually did happen. I'm not just. Who would put the world title on Scott Snyder? Damn it. <laughs> nah, I think oh, Stephanie's yeah. the booker. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, uh, Wrestling Express across the board for you. Um, for- yeah, Wrestling Express, uh, Wrestling underscore Express on Twitch. Uh, I think it's Wrestling Express with one S on Twitter, and I think it's Wrestling Express without the underscore on the YouTube. I'm not sure though. Uh, but it is also wrestling underscore express uh, wrestling express twenty seven on TikTok. Oh, nice! You doing TikToks? Are they wrestling related? No, they're stream related. Oh, okay, okay. Nice. They're clips from stream because I get all these clips from stream, and I had nothing to do with them, so I just upload them to TikTok. That's a good idea. I gotta check that out. Yeah. Nice, nice. And then you can follow all my stuff on at Funky San Medina, uh, at Funky San Medina Instagram, Twitter. Facebook, all that fun stuff, and then uh, PWN Podcast on on Twitter, PWN Podcast, and then on Instagram, it's going to be PWN.podcast. Hell yeah. Nice.
cool. Well, thank you very much for uh, hanging out with me and talking some more Robo action. Of course, anytime, buddy. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I, pre- I appreciate the opportunity to come back on.